it's not so much anymore about working for your clients. It's now more about working together with them. Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. Unlock the secrets of success in the real estate world where each episode delivers valuable tips and strategies to elevate your marketing game and help you succeed in both life and business. Brought to you by Reminder Media. This podcast is brought to you by Reminder Media, the company that keeps the lights on in our studio, including our take action sign behind us. Luke and I have worked together over the last 20 years to help small business owners stay top of mind with a mission to help them generate more repeat and referral business. We help business owners with everything from lead generation, print marketing, social media content, geographic farming, and more. We've had the opportunity to help over 100,000 entrepreneurs over the last 20 years. It's really been amazing. If you'd like to see how we can help you and your business, be sure to check out ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidMarketing. Take action on that today. Welcome to Stay Paid Real Estate Marketing. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acri, and our guest today is Christina Bell. Christina is a Georgia real estate agent and professional home stager owning two Atlanta-based companies, No Vacancy Inc. and Virtually Staging Properties Inc. Her work can be seen on HGTV shows such as House Hunters and the Property Brothers as well as featured in Realtor Magazine, New York Times, Truly.com and many, many others. Christina, welcome to Stay Paid. Thank you so much for being here. Ah, thank you guys for having me. Christina, we are excited to have you on the show. Josh, you missed something in the intro. She's one of our biggest fans. Biggest fans. Maybe not of Josh and I, but of our longest time listeners. You know, one of our longtime listeners. Christina is amazing. We, I guess, got to know you through the podcast um, and just reaching out, I think, through social media and that uh, stuff, and then got to know you a little bit more over the years. You've had me come and speak to your group. Um, want to talk today about you're a master relationship builder and networker, and especially around this topic of like collaboration marketing. Like, how do you collaborate to grow two businesses at one time in a way um, with partners naturally that are synergistic to your business? Uh, so it'd be awesome to hear that. But I would love for you to share with people your story of how you got into home staging, how that business even developed. Sure. So basically, believe it or not, would you believe it's 19 years in the home staging business? My husband and I have been staging vacant properties all over Atlanta and um, have built relationships with, of course, real estate agents, builders, developers. Do you know Glenda Um, Baker? Yeah, well, I haven't met her formally, but um, I do know of her. And yes, I I think she's awesome. She's very... um, expressed herself yeah. <laughs> but i love her videos and I, she tells it like it is because i go you tell them glenda because yeah. that is so true and people don't understand that you know there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that people don't really understand and know about and you just have to be smart and knowledgeable and sometimes these sellers i've seen some sellers get duped or have working with unprofessional real estate agents and yeah. you really need to interview and, and be on it and really be knowledgeable about it. So 1000%. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, she's, she's fun. Uh, so you got into the business 19 years ago. Um, and obviously it, you know, probably wasn't an overnight success. Most businesses are not. It's a, it's a long term of consistency and grind. What yes. has been, you know, the thing that you look back over the 19 years as you've built the business, you know, from an actual like entrepreneur standpoint, what have been some of the key things that have helped you grow the business? 
Sure. Um, the one thing that I've learned ever since working retail was the customer always kind of comes first and the customer experience needs to be positive from the beginning, even to the end. Um, and secondly is listening is so key. I mean, especially in sales things, I'm not a good negotiator. My husband is the negotiator person, but I am really good because I pick up on things like, it'd be nice if I had a photographer. Do you have somebody you could refer, you know, to help me list my property? Or, you know, I really need somebody to come out, look at my property. And, you know, it's, it's these days you're going to start to see that corporations are wanting people to have that experience. And it's all about customer experience. And it used to start in person. It still kind of does if you get out there. But nowadays it starts online. It's on your website. I mean, I didn't even really think about that, but the customer service experience literally starts as soon as they land on your website. And so what are you providing them? And now that we have social media, a lot of people need to kind of push uh, the limits now and expand their marketing. It's not just in person anymore. It's now you have to keep it also. Um, biggie, biggie thing is consistency. That is my big thing. I always keep it consistent every time. I don't go, I, all my friends are like, you just keep doing the same thing. I'm like, yes, because it works. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't, uh, don't fix it. I don't go out of my zone. I don't do design. I don't offer other various types of services. I stay in my lane, so to speak. Um, and that's definitely helped me quite a bit. That is a golden nugget right there is the idea of staying focused um, because, you know, we have a multitude of products now at Reminder Media, but our flagship product is a customizable magazine. I mean, you're a client of ours and yep. I never realized like us sticking to the magazine for like the first 13 years, 14 years of the business. It felt at the time like we were missing out <laughs> on so much opportunity, but now that we're on the other side of the coin where we've done now a bunch of other products, I realized it actually was a superpower of ours, of staying focused, only selling the magazine, only staying in that referral lane. Once we started adding geographic farming and paid advertising and email marketing and social media, all good things, but they have added so much complication to the business. And I honestly do not believe we would be here today if we would have done that five years into the business, I think it would have eroded the business. Mm. And so I think that's such a valuable golden nugget that you're saying there. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing that we've really done is focused on the customer um, because I'm like, okay, this is great. We're doing marketing. The jobs are coming in, but what more can I do? And like you had mentioned, um, I really started to kind of go back to, uh, it's actually funny what my brother and I, because I've, I've lost my brother, but, um, and he and I worked really well because we collaborated. Um, and so, you know, we, uh, he worked basically for senior living communities and basically we were bringing them out of bankruptcy. Okay. Um, and I was being the behind the scenes marketing director, so to speak, and helping him do that. Um, and what we did was go and collaborate for like, you know, okay, marketing director, Go out, check out the competition, maybe go talk with the competition, maybe even take them to lunch. Um, and so that's what I did last year here in Atlanta with my staging company. I'm like, you know what, maybe this is a good idea. I really would like to know what these other stagers are doing. And some of my friends 
Some of them are getting out of the business. Some are going in different directions. Some are getting older. And then there's some newbies that have come into Atlanta. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to call them up and say, hey, let's go to lunch. I want to know what can I do for you, but what kind of business? Because I would like to get more referrals and kind of start building more um, of that business and getting it from other aspects besides my website. And there's me and my reputation and all. We've built that relationship. But how else can I tap into other avenues so that in case this economy could go in the crapper tomorrow, <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. And uh, we also collaborated with a nonprofit organization. Um, and that really took us to another level. I think that really showed agents and even our clients that we do care about our business and we do care about your business, but look what you guys are helping us do to give back to the community. Yeah, so and um, and yeah, so we decorate homes for families that are coming out of homeless shelter. Um, okay, that's and amazing. The, uh, organization is called furnishwithlove.org and they're in their third year, going on their fourth year. And they actually asked me to help with business development. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much on my plate. I will try to see if I can get some sponsors for you. And But I do raise money and we decorate one home every year. Um, but I collaborate with some of my stager, other not competition or competitors. I like to call them more colleagues. Uh, <laughs> to stay, you know, I stay in my lane in the neutral zone here. Yeah. That's um, a great way to frame so, it. Yeah. Um, and it's worked out really well. They're like, oh, Christina, you know, do you mind if we be a part of, you know, your project? And I'm like, sure. Have you, you know? guys and fed each other referrals since making that phone call? Yeah. yeah so, so interesting. A lot of lunches and some dinners. And now some of us refer business back and forth. It, it helps solve problems, too, because collaboration marketing can be kind of a problem solver. It can save you time, marketing costs when you join forces with other companies that are that have the same values and goals as you, though. That's the tip. That's the thing. It's a gut feeling. Like, I didn't just randomly go, I'm going to call up an organization. No, it was like somebody talked about this organization. I heard about it, and I'm like, hmm, and then I thought about it, and I stewed on it. So then I'm like, you know what? I think it really is a good fit for me. And that's the thing. Are these other stagers, do I feel comfortable referring business? And do I feel comfortable, you know, taking on their client in case I need to be a backup? Because that has And happened. these people are in your zone. Like you didn't even go outside of your zone. You literally called the competition that's in your zone where you live. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting. I can it. Like they, they're, quoting, they're quoting me and two other stagers. And I know who those other stagers are. Um, and I've gone out to lunch and dinner. We've become friends and I do refer business to them. Um, and then also, um, it sounds you know, like corporate year, espionage, yeah. like on <laughs> a highest yeah, yeah. level. I love it. I love, I love it. We'll have you back on in five well, years. Here's what I found out. You'll say after a glass of wine, you know, yeah. and so, you know, you might share costs and maybe, yeah. and, and, you know, you kind of need to know, it's almost like kind of doing a behind the scenes market analysis, so to speak. A competitive market analysis, but just doing yeah, it in audit. a different way. Yeah, yeah it's an audit. Yeah. It's, I mean, we have the take action sign behind us, but it's so interesting. It's like most people where they will fail, and the reason why you've made it 19 years, and you know, I know you and I've been following you for a long time, we've talked a lot, is why you're successful is because you take action. Like you thought, hey, I want to know what these people are doing. 
I want to get to know them. You picked up the phone, you called them, even though most people would stop and go, well, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to reveal my secrets to them. I don't. And in the end, Mm -hmm. it hasn't hurt you. It's only helped you. And I think most things in life are like that, that as you get into motion and you keep moving, it just guides you. Like you're not partnering with everybody. Now I know you do something with uh, Sherman Williams, right? Yeah. As well. How has that played into generating you business? How did you develop a corporate relationship like that to to grow your business? So the other thing that I bring to the table is, of course, you have to give that value and, and, and build that reputation and build the credibility is what I wanted. I'm like, in the next three or four years, I got to build my credibility and I want people to trust me, but also come to me for any of their questions, whether it be um, paint or photographer and those type of things. So I've collaborated. In fact, this year is collaborating more with vendors and real estate agents. But when I was doing the CE classes, that was huge because now I'm on my eighth year of doing CE classes. So that's continuing education courses for real estate agents. Um, Josh was like, hmm, what is she talking about? Um, and so I teach how about home staging to use it as a marketing tool. But then I had lots of people asking me about paint. And so I connected with Sherwin Williams, gosh, it's been six or seven years ago, um, with their national representative, architectural and design representatives. Um, and they came and spoke for like a couple minutes or they would put together a presentation or the thing that the real estate agents like is they give me goodies and paint fan decks and brochures about the latest colors and color trends and what the paint colors of the year are. But also they put together for me my own chart of home staging paint colors, which was actually the Mm. first informational page I added to my website. Now my whole website, literally I could do a CE class and literally just use my own website because all the information that people can find about benefits of staging or paint colors or stats or anything is always updated and it's there on our website. Plus, um, my husband and I have a lot of technology tools. I can't even go into that because I would take a whole nother, <laughs> another episode, but about technology and what we do with our clients too. And they can download an app that has all the same information on it. Hey, real estate agents, are you looking for an incredible way to generate a consistent flow of new leads for your business? Try our Facebook lead generation program. The hardest thing for real estate agents when it comes to running Facebook ads is you're not sure how to create an audience on Facebook's management to actually be effective. You're not sure what the copy should be or the creative for the ad and even how much you should spend every single day to make sure you get a consistent flow of leads. We take care of all of that for you. Our team of Facebook lead generation experts have your back. After spending millions in Facebook ads ourselves, we know which ads generate the best leads and we'll set everything up for you. Some of our clients have spent as little as $10 a day on their ads and are getting an average of 34 new leads every month. Plus, there's no contract and you can pause your ads whenever you like. Visit ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidFollowUp and start getting a regular flow of new leads as soon as tomorrow. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidFollowUp. Take action on this today. Do you feel like it like gave you that credibility because they have a big name brand? It did, and I have my paint color chart, actually, in about 20 or 25 of their stores because me really? and a friend of ours 
went and drove around and talked to every one of the managers in the stores and said, here's this paint chart because we know you have builders or flippers that come in here. And if they have questions and they don't know what paint color to use, you know, this might be helpful. They're like, wow, this is really great. I love this. We'll stick it over here, you know, and so we have it as a reference. So I was like, okay. So you you have a palette of colors that you recommend for staging homes, painting for shape? Yes. That's cool. So what, what's the thought process behind, is it sort of like the idea of depersonalizing de- like the space? Or? Yes, it's part of the home staging process where, you know, if we do consultations or we make recommendations when we go view a home, now specifically we're focused on vacant homes, but even for occupied homes, you want to neutralize the space mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of paint the reds and the oranges and all those kind of <laughs> fun colors and make it more consistent. It's almost the same, just like marketing. You want to keep consistency throughout the home and it's neutralizing to do that. And um, uh, that's why I had the paint colors because Hmm. I wanted also real estate agents to feel comfortable with referring a paint color if we're not there. I mean, they want to, you know, they're going out on a listing presentation. So um, the stats, the paint colors, the paint sheens, and all this information that we do have on our website is easily accessible for them. They can pull it up on the phone. And of course, we, they have our app. But, um, oh, believe it or not, um, we've also, I just connected with Benjamin Moore now. <laughs> How did you get uh, that paint. connection? Did you just pick up and call him or? No, would you believe? So again, when you're out in the field and doing classes, I'm now doing classes at little at different locations than before. I ended up at a showroom, which is a tile and bath showroom, but they have a nice, pretty space and we could have lunch. And so I did my presentation there and believe it or not, the the architectural and design representative for Benjamin Moore was taking my home staging CE class. Don't know why she was, but just people are always curious about home staging and design and they wanted to know what the trends are and what, what's happening in the, in our industry now. And so um, she ended up, we uh, connected as well. Um, and we're going to start doing some paint talks with her. I'm like, yeah, I can change gears, you know, see what Benjamin Moore has to offer because there are agents in Atlanta that use both. Um, and so, um, I'm really excited about it cause she actually made me a paint chart as well. It's funny. And, I, yeah. I was at a Tom Ferry conference and, um, they were giving an example of marketing from an agent down, I believe it was in Florida and I wish I could remember his name, but he was running a YouTube ad and the premise of his YouTube ad was the value he brings as a real estate agent and his team to the transaction to sell your home. And he used the pictures of his staged properties and he showed the before and afters of non-staged to staged. And it was just amazing transformations, right? But I thought it was such a good ad because everybody loves to see the HGTV remodels, right? The Chip and Joanna Gaines, they take something from ugly to beautiful. And he accomplished that in a small YouTube ad using staging. And then his close was basically all of our sellers, we get we give them staging as part of their selling process is what I think his pitch was. And that ad he's been running for a couple of years, he said, and it's been unreal in the return on investment. So I think from like a marketing standpoint, like staging in and of itself is an amazing tool that agents can use to showcase the value that they bring to the table, in yes. especially if they can get the before and afters. 
if they can get the before yeah. and after photos, right, of the staging or the stage properties, it's an amazing post for their social media. I don't know if you're seeing the same with your agents, yeah. if they use that or not, and if that's attracting business for them. Oh, yeah, I would believe so, because then it's showing them, you know, that they can try to obviously sell that home faster, maybe for top dollar. And the way that they're doing it is by utilizing home staging. Um, that is what we promote. And that's what I talk about in my seat. That's kind of my pitch when I'd say, come learn more about how to sell home faster, top dollar, take my CE class kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, I think going forward, as far as marketing and, you know, like I mentioned, I'm going to the International Association of Home Staging Professionals and the conference in Vegas here in a few days. And, and basically what I'm telling people is it's, it's not so much anymore about working for your clients. It's now more about working together with them hmm. um, like a team, you know, work with your clients and not for them, in other words. Um, and so um, to me, I've always been about teamwork. I wanted to have teamwork with other stagers. I wanted to have teamwork um, with my clients. And that's kind of how I pitch it because with my clients, they're all, you know, these are agents. I'm like agents want to work. They want to go on to the next listing. They do it. They want it to be quick. They want it to be fast. They want somebody who's business professional because it also makes them look good as well that they're utilizing a vendor that is on top of it. And uh, I play, I kind of joke cause I'm always, I'm a good follow-up person. I've learned and I've forced myself to follow up because I was terrible at it. And I'm like, Oh, I hate making warm calls or cold calls. Ick. But then after a while, I was like, hey, it's me, I'm your personal secretary, Christina, just checking to see what's the progress going. Is, is the house cleaning done or are the hardwood floors, you know, sanded and they cured? Can we, you know, are we ready to get going here soon? And they're like, oh, yeah, I need to check on. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling me. You know, so I'm a phone call person. Sometimes we, we get a lot of texts. I know nobody leaves voicemails anymore, but. Um, to get things done, I'm like, okay, I got to find out what's going on. I call and I bug, I bug people. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, the only it's kind of crazy. It, Talk about your, uh, your virtual staging then. Cause you said you have an app that, that people, can anyone use this app or how does it work? So actually the app is for our home staging to okay. download and just as informational type app. Now the virtual staging you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with that industry because now we have AI and you mm. can actually, do, you could probably do your own virtual photo within seconds. Mm. Uh, but we did start that business back in 2008 because that was during a time when the economy had basically gone down. <laughs> there was, uh, and uh, we didn't have people that had enough money to pay for, you know, $2,400 or $3,500 for staging. And so the virtual staging was really great during, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 in those years. I mean, there's still companies that are doing it and we're still doing it here and there, mm -hmm. but um, people really love the home staging. They really just want to see physical furnishings in the properties and touch, feel it. But mm -hmm. Um, the virtual staging is another option because it's digital. So it's digital placement of furniture decor into photos of a vacant home. Now, other companies started to do all this other fancy stuff. But again, we stay, we stay in our lane and um, we ended up just um, working with vacant properties and, and not adding wall colors and different flooring because we thought that was kind of deceiving the buyer. 
Um, and of course, you know, my husband and I having our real estate licenses, we, we definitely follow the guidelines um, of the code of ethics and all that. Plus, I, I, I'm a contributing blog writer for the National Association of Realtors um, as well. So, um, yes, yeah, so you don't want to do the wrong thing, especially right now. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> no, you don't want to right do now. the wrong thing there. And, um, There's a lot going on with NAR right now. The last thing they need is a uh, home staging controversy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I actually write articles about, you know, design trends and things. Uh, and I have a friend that uh, does uh, do some writing for them as well as their podcast. And um, So I'm noticing a theme them. with you of your success, like piecing together for the audience is you're listening to someone who has basically figured out how can I educate and utilize education to make connections uh, because you're doing these CE courses is a massive uh, push for what you're doing. You're writing for NAR. And then I think to the webinars that you've had me do to agents and thinking to myself, yeah, what you've done is you've gathered agents together, brought in a vendor collaborator like myself or another person, have us speak to the agents. You're getting that natural credit and rapport by all these agents that, wow, I love Christina. She sets up these little mastermind get togethers where I learn and I, sometimes I get credit for it. And so you're using education as a bridge to build relationships. And it, the kind of the thing that's going off in my head is like, I've seen this model when it comes to real estate investing as well. I think of an agent right now, um, that's on my brother's team that started an investors meetup basically where they got a bunch of investors in their hometown to meet together. And he brings education. He brings people together and he's like the conduit for getting, and that's the, like, I want the audience, I don't want the audience to miss that, that it's like, how are you using education to bring people together? Is there an opportunity to do a mastermind, even if it's with competitors in your area where you're bringing people together through the lens of, we want to add value to each other and educate each other on how to be better professionals. And through that, you've built all these relationships, which has fed you business and referrals. It is. You have to continue to keep marketing. I'm always marketing when it's slow. In fact, I can credit you for that because during COVID, we were all stuck at home. I think for the two week period, you can't go, you couldn't go anywhere. You're like, just call up your clients, say hi to them, see what the family's doing. I'm like, you know what? That's a really good idea. I think we do that. And that's when I did the webinar. And then I paid a friend of mine to teach me how to use, I got to learn how to use this Zoom thing. And then I've done, you'll be proud of me. I've done hybrid CE classes. Dang. Um, and so uh, those are tricky, but um, yeah, and it all really, it's just, you have to be in front of your clients, especially when you're dealing with real estate agents, they can forget about you tomorrow because there's so many other vendors that want the, you know, the space as well and want to do business with them. And so think about it. Every, just learned. every agent right now could go partner with the home stager in their mm -hmm. area and offer like free education on how to stage your home. They could partner with the lender yep. in their area. Like this whole idea of educating by getting, I, I know my brother Steven did a webinar one time with his lender on what you need to do to prepare for buying your home, right? And the lender yep. came on and talked and he got a bunch of leads. I even think he closed a deal off of that webinar. And so it's like, we just, that takes a lot of effort. So it goes back to what you were saying in the beginning which is like the consistency. You've been at it for 19 years. Like nothing great usually is built overnight, usually. 
Um, some things are, but usually yeah. nothing great is built overnight. Um, and so I think it's just a testament of you out there marketing through the lens of education. How do you provide value doing it consistently for 19 years, which has ultimately led you to having the success. And now you're speaking on stage. You said you're nervous for speaking on stage. Is your first time speaking on stage? Kind of, sort of. And I don't know what the setup is going to be, you know, <laughs> but um, I'm like, okay, I don't care if I have to have my phone and look at my slides. Then Here's my number one speaking tip for you. I don't know if I'd say number one, but I'll give you my number one speaking tip is go and record yourself giving your presentation on your laptop till you get it down perfectly and you can watch it back multiple times. So whenever I speak and it's a really important thing, I'll record myself giving the presentation over and over again, because you'd be amazed the words you use that don't make any sense (laughs) in a 15 to 20 minute uh, talk, as well as you'd be amazed how some things don't flow nearly as well after you vocalize it versus in your head, but you never get that film. Like the, the football player watches the film. The speaker mm-hmm. never watches the film till after the fact in a, in a way, but you can do it beforehand. Just record yourself. That that would be my number one tip. There you go. Extra right. bonus for everybody yes, on the State 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 podcast. Yeah. Christina, right. thank you so much for finally getting to kind of come on the podcast. It's been a here. long time coming. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, no, you're an amazing okay, person. You know? we, Incredible you business. You guys have some great people that come on the podcast. So it's always exciting and fun to watch. We appreciate you. Bye. We appreciate it. Um, uh, before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you. Sure. Uh, they can reach uh, my website at novacancy-atl.com. And then, of course, my name is spelled with a Z in there, that uh, K-R-I-S-Z-T-I-N-A. But at Christina Bell on Facebook and Instagram, I'd love to, hey, I like to collaborate with whoever. <laughs> it's kind of fun, you know, talking about real estate, hot topics, and, and um, you know, just getting my name out there more and more. And I'm excited to do some more collaboration um, as I head into the new year. And, and uh, of course, maybe do some webinars with Luke possibly again. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. Thank you again. And thank you all so much for listening. If you uh, like this episode and want to get more uh, resources as well as the show notes and the links that Christina mentioned, you can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com. We have it all there as well as the show notes in whatever podcast player you're listening to this in. If you enjoy this episode and want to show your support, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review. The best way to support the show is to simply share this episode with someone that you know. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can follow us on social media. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Christina, thank you so much. You truly are amazing. You have an amazing business. You practice what you preach. I've been a part of some of your educational stuff, which is phenomenal. So I've seen it in practice. My action item for everybody on this really is twofold. And I'm feeling generous these days. I'm giving multiple action (laughs) items, which is probably anti the show. You got to stretch this out. We need more. One is stay in your lane. Like don't miss out on that. Like where your focus goes, your energy flows. You have limited amount of energy. You think you can tackle the world and I want you to believe you can, but you need to tackle one thing at a time. That's how you win. So stay focused. So whoever needs to hear this, you know who you are. Don't get distracted, especially don't get shiny object syndrome. Stay in your lane. But the real action item for everybody is what educational stuff are you bringing to the marketplace And who can you collaborate with in your zone right now to help educate your community that's going to feed you referrals and help you grow your business? Natural ones for you are home stagers, lenders, insurance, financial advisors. Heck, 
like Christina did. She went to Sherman Williams and got Sherman Williams to be a part of what she's doing. You could go to the local radio station. You could go to the local Sherman Williams. You just got to take action because remember the difference between mediocre producers and top producers in every business. It's top producers take action. Take action on that today. 